You haven't been mm. recording the whole time? Not the audio. Like, I've been great. recording the... Great. It is great. It is fantastic. Great. <laughs> Hi, and welcome to It's Going to Get Stupid. I'm your host, Jose. I'm Richard. Man, you were talking really loud. Sorry. Should I back away from the microphone? No, you're fine. I'm just amped up on... Don't, don't back away from the Mountain microphone. Dew Amped. Code Red. Code Red Mountain Dew Amped. I think if you just put Amped at the end taste of anything, the it's... Oh, taste the ampness. Oh, taste your... Snap into a rainbow. Taste your esophagus burning. Anyway, that's really what it's I, I hear a car horn going off. That's an alarm. Uh, a car horn? <laughs> like an alarm, you mean? Anyway, hey guys, welcome to the show, your favorite pop culture podcast. Um, we are happy that you're here listening to us. That's no, that's no, no, that, this, that, did we call this a, a rapport. <laughs> I, this is a, a, a give and take. This is a <laughs> ratatat. Is that not? Is it not going on? Uh, it's just a rat. There's no tat, so. guys. There's no, it's no. Rat, no tat. No, no. ratatat tat. Nope. Hey, if you want to reach us by email. You can email us at it's going to get stupid at gmail.com. You can tweet us at IGTGS show. You can book the faces on Facebook.com slash it's going to get stupid. You can gram the instas at it's going to get stupid. You can even tube the use at YouTube by searching it's going to get stupid podcast and watching us live on Sundays when we record. And we actually have been streaming on Twitch. Yeah. Terribly. Right. I mean, we've no, we've been streaming great. Yeah. But it has been pretty trash. <laughs> Um, so we've been hopping on. So Jose and I usually pay, play uh, Apex Legends um, during the week and sometimes on the weekends, um, usually around 10 o'clock. Um, so if you are so inclined, uh, subscribe to our Twitch channel and we'll be playing terribly. And if you play, I'll Apex, be playing terribly because they will be playing mediocre to good. Yeah, there you go. Uh, <laughs> and if you want to give us a call, call in. The lines are open. 281-698-7538. Yes. Operators are standing by. That's me. And by operators, that's Rick. Uh, so I had a conversation today with, or not today, uh, the other day with a coworker. The and worker we were, of co's. We were talking about um, the Little Mermaid casting. Yes. Okay. So for those of y'all who aren't in the know, um, they're making a live action, of course, because Disney needs the money. They're making a live action Little Mermaid. And I've been dreading this day since I saw the live castings. Are the live movies. But Disney is like, we're not done, guys. Look, we know we made Lion King again and just put in some animals, like some real animals with no emotions, which made the movie good in the first place. Um, we know we replaced Robin Williams with uh, Will Smith. Will Smith. Yeah. And it was pretty okay. Yeah. So they, they gave, um, her name's not Halle, it's not Halle Berry. What's Dang it. I forgot her name now. What's her name, Rick? I think it is. Is it Halle Berry? But no. I think it's spelled differently. Hall, ha, Halle Bailey. Halle Bailey. That's that right. Um, who is an African-American actress. They gave her the role of Ariel. Yep. And I, they no, say the internet... She like won a, the role of Ariel. They didn't okay, give okay, her... Whatever. <laughs> I mean, I didn't mean to say it like she didn't do anything or she doesn't deserve it because obviously she does deserve yeah. it because A, she can sing, which is a big part of this movie. Yeah. Um, 
and B, she's a female, which is a big goal. Like, if they had made... Anyway, this, we'll talk about but that But is later. she a mermaid? She's not a mermaid, so this is <laughs> crap casting, guys. So, I mean, everybody made it seem like the internet went on fire about this. Yeah. I don't really think it was that it fizzled big out of after a deal. Like a week. Obviously, it wasn't a big deal because it wouldn't have fizzled out, but it did bring up some dis- discussions, a lot sure. of discussions, right, about casting and race and how we think about things. And so I wanted to talk about that because there's been a lot of instances where the character's uh, gender was changed, the character's race was changed, and sometimes the character's race wasn't changed, but they didn't hire a corresponding ethnic actor for the role. They just hired old Whitey. (laughs) But a good actor. Oh, in most cases, I mean... So, so and I think... Before we move past the Little Mermaid thing, A, I hope she does well. Yeah. B, I hope Disney has paid for the therapy that she will need when dealing with people who are like hashtagging her, not my, not my Ariel, no not my mermaid or whatever. C, mermaids aren't real. Yeah. So mermaids, she didn't have a tail either, guys. Are yeah. you mad about that? <laughs> but I mean, I get, and I, so with the little mermaid, I was kind of like thrown, thrown back, right? I sure. was, cause I've, I like the little mermaid, the Disney, but I'm, I'm about Disney, like, I'm a Disney purist kind of person, uh-huh. so I'm already mad about a lot of things they did with these. I don't like these live action remakes to begin with. Sure, that's and so fair enough. They're making a live action remake, and then they're changing the the race of Ariel's. Like, okay, guys, you're just trying to make everybody mad. What is really going on here? You know, it didn't make any sense to me. But I hope she does well. I'm gonna of course go see this movie. I'm gonna like it. I don't care if she's you also this, have that, five daughters, so does, that doesn't matter. I'll probably go see it by myself. Um, but it did remind me of another time where the 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 race was changed and a character and I was very upset about it. What was that? And that was Daredevil. So the Daredevil Ben Affleck Daredevil. Who was Michael changed? Clark Duncan played Kingpin. Oh, you're right. Kingpin is not black. He is white. Yeah. So Kingpin also, hey, is a fictional character, but whatever. Um So the one time a, a white person wasn't cast as not the like one, a, not the one time, <laughs> but there's an instance where they changed the the race of the character, sure. and I don't recall him ever being black in the comics. No, so it was just kind of like a hey, we like Michael Clark Duncan for this role. Michael Clark Duncan is a phenomenal actor. Yeah, I think he's great. He wasn't great at Kingpin. Probably not his fault. Probably the Daredevil of the movie <laughs> <laughs> was the fault because Ben Affleck also spoiler terrible Daredevil. Yeah, um, but. I was like, why? Like, what is the reasoning that they changed this? Because I would understand if you couldn't find another actor that could embody the kingpin. So, did you have any problems with Heimdall being cast by Idris Elba? Yeah, I mean, I do. Well, it's kind of like the only the only problem I really had with it is that in North mythology, they're not no, there's no black people, so it's kind of weird, right? It's kind, it's almost, it's almost like it's almost like if you had made. Not T'Challa, obviously, right? But, <laughs> but like Shuri, his sister, or you know, are I have, the, this, have this vision of them casting like Michael Sarah as T'Challa, as <laughs> Black Panther, trying to do trying to do an accent. Oh my gosh! No, 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 no! no come no, on, just Michael Sarah. You have to do the accent. Just. You'd have to do the accent. I can't. I can't even mimic Michael Sarah trying to do an African accent. Come on, be like. 
cool, guys. I'm king. Like, I'm king now. Oh, oh God. this is so hard. Oh, what do I do, Shuri? You're so much smarter. Why don't you just be the king? Yeah. That's what it would be. It would be so. Yeah. It would be. It would be insufferable. Actually, <laughs> is what it would be. But it's like you know his friend that he has in there, the uh, Daniel Kalu. Yeah. Like if I'm saying his name wrong, I'm sorry. I yeah. can't pronounce names anyway. Um, if he were to be white, sure. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Like. Does it really matter? I'm sure it would have mattered at that point, yeah. right? So, you know, I mean, that makes more sense to be kind of like, wait, why are we giving this? One, I love Idris Elba. I yeah. think he's an amazing actor. He's great. But I think their portrayal of Asgard was less about like Scandinavian culture and more that there's this yeah. there's this mystical realm. Sure. Uh, Whatever you want to say. You could say the same thing about Wakanda. Yeah. I'm just I'm just saying like you could yeah. that that doesn't make any you could. sense. You could get mad about it. I'm not yeah. I wasn't mad about it. I was just kinda like, okay, cool. I see yeah. I see what they're doing. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like if you're trying to force diversity into something, okay, cool. I'm 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 all about it if it makes sense. So there's a movie that's coming out. Oh, the Eternals. That's a really actually a good a good thing to think about because they're all different races mm-hmm. and some of them have changed sex yeah. and gender. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, gender. I, whatever. Anyway, they change gender, right? So it's all different, right? Yeah. So you, no one's, no one's being yeah. uproarious about that at all, yeah. Because nobody freaking cares about the Eternals, right? Right. I think that has to do with it. Is do you care about the subject matter? Sure. More, you know. And some people do get upset. Nobody was also upset about Battle Alita Angel being played by a Hispanic woman. When it's a Asian woman, yeah, an Asian, well, not even a woman, it's an android. What again? Yeah, a fictional character, but an android. But they right? were upset about Scarlett Johansson. But they were definitely playing, scared. <laughs> uh, what's her and, face? And in rightly Ghost in the so, because that sh- was garbage. <laughs> I was gonna say show, but that movie was garbage. Yeah. Um, and Scarlett Johansson had no business being in that movie. But is that her fault or is that casting? Not fault? her fault at all. Right. So there was um, because, like, I, I see it. So I see it as an actor. Where like, if you're given the opportunity to do something, and maybe she has an interest in the in the in the manga, and really enjoyed it, and like, should she have just said like, I would love to play this part, but I'm not Asian, so I should not. Yes, you think so? I think she should have. Right? Mm-hmm. I think, I mean, it's because one, I think you could find a good Asian actress. Uh, to play, oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, like, I, but, I'm not arguing that. So th- there's a couple of there's a couple of points here, right? And I like how you brought up, is it on the actor, right? right? And I mean, I wouldn't, I would say I'd like for Scarlett Johansson to do that, yeah. but I don't think it's on her to do that because in the business, I think it was Tony Scott or Ridley Scott, one of the Scott brothers, sure. um, who did of, of Kings and, of Gods and Kings, mm-hmm. that movie about Moses yeah, and Pharaoh. Yeah. Okay. It had Russell Crowe, right? Yeah. It was, was it Russell Crowe? Anyway, it had some white actors, okay? That's all I know is playing, playing some Egyptians and some sure. Israelites, okay? Yeah. Um, and they interviewed him about it. Like, you know, why did you put, you know, uh, what do you call it? Uh, I'm trying to think of something other than white, but I'm just going to say white again. Anyway, uh, why did you put white actors in there and not ethnically, you know, diverse characters? Yeah. And he goes, look, I'm making a movie. A movie needs to make money. I can't just put Muhammad in this movie, have wow. as good of an actor as he is. I and do remember that. Now, I do remember that. While his choice of words were stupid, yeah. right? He's talking about the business of making yeah, yeah, a movie. Yeah. So if you want to put something out like Ghost in the Shell, right. you can't just put any actor in there. Well, you can, but it's a gamble because are people going to see your movie? 
you know, with an unknown actor in there. But Be- because I, I feel like in that instance, I'm not defending this movie. So don't at me. Not that. I mean, we have like one other person watching this. Anyways, um, I'm not trying to defend this because it wasn't my favorite. I enjoyed it just because. What movie it, are you talking about? Ghost in the Shell. Oh, gosh. Why did you like that movie? I, I, I That's another did. conversation for another day. <laughs> um, Ghost and you didn't like Battle Elita Angel? Wait a minute, Rick. I don't I'm like Robert. Anyway, I'm okay. determined I don't like Robert okay, Rodriguez that's, movies. And that's, that's, for next, that's, that's for the next episode. That's for the next episode. I love the anime Ghost in the Shell. Mm-hmm. Right. That's great. But I know that the wide American audience or like the mass American audience has probably, most people have probably never seen that. Most people that don't are, aren't into anime, right? Because right. I think anybody that's exposed in America to anime has probably seen Ghost in the Shell. Probably. I mean, Ninja there's three Scroll. of them. Like, There's like Ninja Scroll, Ghost in the Shell, Ghost in the Shell and well, Akira. Well, in any of the Studio Ghibli movies, yeah, right? But those, 100%. those are kind of like... Right. Eh, on the so you, you have like you have a, a much narrower demographic than that is going to be released versus like a Transformers movie or something like that. So you attach a big name to it. Yeah. In order to get more exposure to it. Well, yeah. And Scarlett Johansson for the time being, like, you know, she's been Black Widow. She's been in all the Marvel movies. She's, she has, she's done a crap ton of movies, like even prior to all the Marvel movies. Um, like she is a good name to attach to something. Would we be having the exact same conversation had the script and production quality been top notch? Yes. You think? I think I think there's a lot of controversy before the movie came out. Yeah. Are, but you mean are we are we would be having the conversation like is it because she wasn't Asian did it not do well or something? Because I'm not right. having that conversation. I, I don't think it had anything to do with the movie at yeah. all. I think the script was crap. And well, but I guess that's what I'm saying. Like like would 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 this all have all just been swept under the rug as just a bad movie and not attach her name? Like you know what I'm saying? Like her name is attached to it, so now it's kind of her fault for being in this role. But it was a bad movie to begin with. So had you put an Asian actress in there, it could have still potentially been a bad movie. And nobody would care. And no one would care. No one would care. Right. So the fact that it got so much hype. Right. And they're using a name and they're not including an Asian character. I mean, honestly, it doesn't really matter. So like, this is a good example too. So Wanted, right? Yeah. It was based off of a comic book. Yeah. Um, And the original character was based off of Halle Berry. Uh, You mean Fox? Fox, yeah. Uh, Angelina Jolie's character. Angelina Jolie's character. I probably didn't mention any of that stuff. Anyway, yeah. So her character was based on Halle Berry. Well, they didn't do that. They put... They made a lot of other changes. And what's-his-face character is based off Eminem. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So, I mean, they made a lot of other changes, but, you know, it. nobody cares about that because nobody cared about wants... That's the thing. Is like I think Ghost in the Shell in America was more popular than some other source material. Mm-hmm. And I think it depends on how much people care about the source material. So, for example, um, in uh, Iron Fist, you had Tilda Swinton playing the Ancient One, right? You mean Doctor Strange? Doctor Strange, did I say Iron Fist? Yeah, you did. So, man, I'm all over the place today. Yeah, so in Doctor Strange, you had Tilda Swinton playing yeah. the Im- the Immortal... Ancient One. Ancient One. Yep. And in the comic book, it's supposed to be a Tibetan monk and sure. you know, all this stuff. And the way they explained it is basically... The ancient one is whatever the heck we want it to be because yeah you know they he lives whatever he she lives and is reincarnated and all this other stuff they just wanted a weird looking actress to play it and someone that could do the lines and and you know yeah do it could you have gotten that same level of acting from somebody else potentially yeah i don't know 
You know, I don't, I just don't, I, it's hard because like, like that movie they talked about one again, that Kings and whatever movie, that movie was crap. 100%. Had nothing to do with the actors. Yeah. It had everything to do again with the script and everything else. It was yeah. a crappy movie. So I don't understand their. So I guess the point is like the only reason they can get people into their movie is by having a big, big name. name actor. Yeah. So something like Little Mermaid does not need to cast. It doesn't need to cast a white person. Right. It doesn't need to cast a big name actress. Right. It can cast whoever the heck it wants because people are going to go see that movie regardless of who's in the movie. 100%. So I don't know. I don't know, man. I just. I think that people don't understand the, because the whole thing is like, people are, most people's argument, especially about like the Little Mermaid thing is like, nobody gets mad when a white character is replaced by a black character normally. Like, but when you replace a minority character with a white actor, people are really upset about it. Sure. But I think that's just because, I mean, look at cinema it's been <laughs> primarily caucasian for the for even so it, i think what people don't understand is a long time ago and not even mm. that long ago actually yeah there weren't a lot of roles for any other minorities period other yeah. than drug dealer some kind of some kind 100%. of you know very stereotypical role even if you even look at um What's his name? Samuel Jackson. The first role he ever played was a crack dealer. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, the roles weren't really there to be a leading person or this or that. And a lot of other roles that were meant to be minorities were just played by white people. Right. Maybe a little tanned or something. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, that's how they did it, yeah. right? Because it's like, this is these are the big name actors nowadays. So, movies are a little more diverse nowadays and they're trying to do different things. What if, yeah. What if they cast, instead of casting Chris Evans as Captain America... They had cast, you know, like a Hispanic actor. Or so first off, I'm pretty sure there are a lot of people that are mad that Anthony Mackie is now going to be Captain America. Oh, 100%. Because they don't understand that in the comic book, Falcon he, became Captain America. Right. So it's not just a diverse choice. So, right. so I think the thing is, is you have to... Under, I always want to know why they made this choice. Yeah. Right? The reasoning behind it. Because that helps me understand, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Even what Tony Scott said makes sense in a way to me they're thinking behind poorly, it. poorly wrong. his words are chosen his, his words are poor and it's a stupid reasoning yeah. by the studio but then again you got to realize that's a studio decision yeah they're looking i mean you, i mean i don't know too much i'm not in the movie business but i know that you have a casting director you have a director and then you have studio executives yeah that are all making choices on who's getting cast this movie yeah so you could come to the executives you'd be like we want this person yeah and they'd be like who is that i don't know who that is they're the ones writing the checks they're producer and you got producers that are filming in two is like look i don't think i can make my money back on this person but i know yeah. i can make my money back with that person so that's exactly what happened with ghost in the shell is like i don't think ghost in the shell on its own will make my money no and it probably wouldn't have but i know that this person you know scarlett yeah. hansen will make my money back yeah in battle Alita angel uh battle alita angel who knows how you say it like uh, anyway it battle goes angel ba- alita robert rodriguez is like i'll do whatever i want because i'm robert rodriguez yeah I think it has to do with the director as well. 100%. Who they choose and they can... Well, and, and, how, and the avenues they go to get their money. Mm-hmm. Well, right? and James Cameron is producing it, so... Yeah. Who freaking... He's like, do whatever you need to do. 100%. But if you have someone in there that's saying, I don't know if I can make my money back with that person, yeah. you need to get someone more... You know. And I think it is good when these, like, like when Steven Spielberg, like, he's not making as many movies anymore, right? Like, he's doing more of the producer role. James Cameron should do more of the producer role. Martin Scorsese will eventually get to the point where he needs to do more of the producer role. I still feel like he's he's 
creating enough good content to like remain as a viable director. But like James Cameron, I mean, you know, he did um, Avatar. Mm-hmm. He's doing Avatar one through fifty or Woo-hoo! two through fifty two right through, now. Two through one hundred and fifty five. And I don't care about it. A he waited too long. And anyway, sorry. Avatar, you know what you did. Um, Papyrus. But it's time to like kind of if they if they want if the old directors want the movies that are coming out nowadays to become better and to have better stories and to have more art into them. I think they need to start stepping back and become the producers for the next generation. Letting it, well, Otherwise, you have corporations that are deciding who's in what and what gets made. And then we end up back in like the, the late 80s, early 90s, where everything had like everything was brand advertisement. Mm-hmm. And we're starting to get to that point again, right? Where like certain movies or certain shows, it's straight up product placement. Yeah. Like, and you see that from, from episode one. And it's not creating, it's not creative anymore. And I, th- I like, what Marvel is doing by handing off some of these movies, especially like to, Phase Four, is, is all diverse female directors, directors for yeah, the most part. It's and they're all diverse. It's, yeah, diversity is good when you have good ideas that are coming out, and not just because we want to, but like, hey, this person, I'm going to give them a shot. Right, that's the thing. Yeah, but the other thing too is it took them 23 movies to get to the point where they have the freedom to do that now because they have their own money. Yeah, right, like. But, yeah, I mean, in the beginning, Endgame literally just took over Avatar from being the the biggest box box office, you know, um, total of all time of all time, right? Um, and so now they can kind of do whatever they want. No one's gonna like people are gonna go see these movies because they're so yeah, invested into it, and they're gonna see it regardless. And there's people who are complaining about su- you know over oversaturation with superhero movies. Who cares? They're fun. I don't. I mean, I don't like mind. honestly. Like, I don't go see movies unless they're superhero movies because. Nine times out of ten, I have a I have a big enough television that I can watch a movie at the comfort of my own couch that I don't need some giant sound system that's filling out the rest of the experience. I'm going to ask you about yeah. two movies, okay? Okay, because this is kind of good. But one is Annie. Uh huh. What are your thoughts? Didn't see it. But what are your thoughts on the idea? It doesn't you don't have to go see it? It doesn't matter. It's the same movie. I didn't care. It's the same thing. You didn't care at all. Like you didn't think, why are they doing this? What's the point? Why are they making the movie? Yeah, you know, I'm talking about the one where they like Jamie Foxx's daddy Warbucks. Yeah, yeah, and they have the little uh, I can't remember her name. So, so what, what are you what are you asking? Are you asking that I care that they remade the movie, or yeah. did I care like, like they put? Did I care black that they actors and the actresses movie into? In, uh, yeah, black actors and actresses in the movie. I personally didn't care, so you don't care at all. Okay, no. hold on. Yeah. You ready? My next one is Ghostbusters. Yeah. The new Ghostbusters they made with the with, with all, the gender with the all red women cast. cast, yes. No, I still didn't care. But like you didn't care, or because. But my, you've also chosen two movies that I didn't see. I guess you didn't see them because I saw both of the movies. Yeah. Okay. And again, my thought is, why did they? Why? Why do this? To make more money, or because it's because I don't mind something if it's an interesting take on it. Ghostbusters to make more money. Yeah, definitely. Annie. I think it goes back to um, inclusiveness. Inc- inclusiveness. Yeah. Because um, without diversity, and you and I have talked about this, mm-hmm. uh, you know, off the podcast, but um, okay. Yeah, I'll just say it. There's, Jose and I are both Christians. If you don't know that, we've talked about it before. There's a, an action sports group called um, Dude Perfect. Yes. Right. And it is a group of five Caucasian males that Caucasian, do. That was the word I was thinking. 
that do action sports, trick shots, whatever. And they've made a giant mega corporation out of this. They're currently on tour, I think. Yeah. And they're very big in the Christian demographic. Yes. Right. Most of their, all their content is very clean. clean. Yeah, it's clean. Um, They're not doing anything that's really like putting anybody in danger. And they kind of have their, the can do attitude. They're very typical Caucasian Caucasian action sports guys. Dude bros. Yeah. It's just called dude bro, not dude perfect. Um, and so my comment to some friends of ours was, I, I enjoy their, like some of their videos are fun. Like they do some interesting things. Like it's not my cup of tea. Like I don't care about action sports. Um, but I know that my son going to a Christian uh, Southern Baptist church will get exposed to seeing dude perfect videos when they're waiting for a speaker to start, or he's at like a young, you know, teenager, Christian conference or whatever, like that stuff, like they just play that stuff as background filler. Um, but there's, there's no Hispanic individual. There's no African American, African American individuals. There's no Asian individuals within this group. And I get starting out when it's just the four or five guys that all went to college together that that are doing trick shots. Let's bring some diversity into but that's it. the thing is why why should they bring diversity though? Because I want my kid to know that yeah, but they don't care about but that, that he's not limited. So I that, I know they don't, they don't care, care about that. That's the thing. But I want my kid to to be able to see things that he can see himself in. Well, I think that's that may be. And part so of that's it. my argument for like why they remade Annie in that instance because you're you're bringing this story that has generally been shown to so a part of a particular it. audience. And it doesn't relate to them because, I mean, look at the, the original movie, right? Like, she's in a gigantic mansion. Yeah, but and because she's, a, but she was an I orphan know. before. No, no, no. You're, you're, okay. You know how I, f- yeah, you yeah. know how I feel yeah. about this because I, we both grew up watching TV, yeah. watching things and seeing like, like the only shows that I could really like feel like I could actually be in yeah. were like Cosby. Cops. No, <laughs> true that. <laughs> Cosby, um, Family Matters. America's Most Wanted. <laughs> I love I love America's Most Wanted. That was so good, man. Hard copy. No, not hard copy. Well, it was a hard copy. Melrose Melrose Place. <laughs> Me and Mom used to watch that. No, but like really, those two shows. Yeah. Like any other show. You could be the waiter in 90210. No, I didn't feel. Or the busboy. But you like, could be the busboy. I I I liked watching those shows because they were entertaining. Sure. But it's not like I saw something I could aspire. Not that, yeah. but then again, TV is necessary to aspire. But I can't even feel like I belong, or that I could even achieve some of those yeah. things because it's a different world. Yeah, a different world is also another show I liked it was. that I could watch, and they were yeah. all in college, and that was cool. Um, now I feel like there's a lot of shows in movies and stuff for kids to 100%. watch to see themselves. And so my thing is, is as long as they're not just doing it because. They want to make more money, and it, they want to appeal to just this crowd to get their money. It's like, hey, I want to put somebody in a role, like a woman, in a lead role mm-hmm. because I want little girls to see they can be a doctor or this or that, and they or they can be, or even better, they can have a lead role in a movie. Right. right? There's a difference between being intentional about diversifying the audience mm-hmm. and who's actually going to see this, and then there's pandering. Yeah, and then you you could, but you could try to make things diverse yeah. and start pandering at the same time. Yeah. Because honestly, I feel like the scene in Endgame where it's the all-female Avengers was pandering. I agree. I feel like it was pandering. 
There was a scene in Infinity War. Did I enjoy War. it? Yes. Okay. Well, it's, it was I enjoyed the scene well, in Infinity okay. War better. The Infinity War one was better because it made sense. They yeah. came to her aid. Yes. She needed help, and they were badass, and they were kicking butt, yeah. and they were able to do something, and they made a difference, okay? Yes. In Endgame, there was no point because Carol Danvers is amazingly powerful. She just took down a ship. She doesn't need your help, guys. Okay? Like, seriously, yeah. it was just a scene just to show them all. And it looked cool. Hey, get yeah. me wrong. But I was just like, okay, cool. Great, guys. Whatever. You know? Because I was already seeing them kick butt anyway. I didn't need to see this one montage of yeah. all of them together. That kind of stuff kind of, like, bugs me. I'm just like, you don't need to do that. Like, little girls can already see freaking uh, Valkyrie flying in the air yeah. as Carol's going on. You don't need to, like, force it in front yeah. you know what i mean that's the thing so um and that's why people didn't like captain marvel i didn't like captain marvel because it just wasn't that great of a movie it was flimsy and, and i don't think it was trying to force anything down my throat it was just a strong female lead that yeah. people don't like yeah so i like and i like like i was excited about the ghostbuster thing but i think if you want to do what you're talking about is meaning like i can see myself in something mm-hmm. or Basically, anybody can watch this and mm-hmm. feel a part of it, Yeah, right? I can't watch Ghostbusters and feel a part of that Ghostbusters mm-hmm. because I'm a man, Yeah, right? I can't watch that scene in The Avengers and feel like I'm a part of it because I'm a man. Yeah. So you're doing the exact same thing that was done before when I was, when like Cosby wasn't on or Family Matters wasn't on and I was watching Step by Step and I'm like, cool, that's a cool white family that I'll never be a part of. Maybe I could be the mailman yeah. or, or the waiter, right? The bus like, boy I'm not, the restaurant. I'm, not this, I'm not in this life. He could have been the bus so boy at the Peach Pit on 90210. I, I really wish they had done Ghostbusters with a mixed group of people. 100%. That would have been more impactful to me and I think that would have done the same thing. You would have done the same thing. Also, it didn't need to be a reboot. It could have just been like yeah, they, they could have the story. Yeah. Why do you have to spit in the face of the other yeah. thing? Anyway, so before we leave this topic, I really want to see like with Disney making all these live action movies. I want to see a live action Cars where there's that theory where like if you if you read the Pixar theory where like Cars takes place way in the into future. the future where or at a point in future where people have like are so bored that they put themselves into these car type things and someone did a diagram where like there's an actual like the reason why they have eyes on the windshield is because there's a person suspended inside of the car with vr goggles that projects their their eyes onto the windshield what are you that's what i want to see you talking i'll put it in the show notes what are you even talking there's a pixar theory uh, there's a part of the theory that has people inside of the cars so it's not that they like became these cars it's just that we've gone to the future past the Wally. Like, oh, it's after Wally that they came no, back. No, actually, I think this is pre Wally. This is pre Wally. Yeah. So, this is what happened yeah. before they, I have to find a picture. they got, they junked up the place. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Wow. So, there you go, y'all. There's a theory. They shouldn't. Please stop that. Please don't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, he, was, he was clicking, he was clicking, clacking <laughs> on an iPhone. Hey, do you, I mean, did we just bore you with all this crazy, uh, it's not political talk. I don't know what it is. Heavy, fresh stuff. No, please. I don't want, oh my gosh, what is going on? <laughs> this is so dumb. Please put that on the show notes. <laughs> did, uh, did we lose you? Or, man, do you really think about this stuff? Like, hey, why do they cast things the way they do? Because it's not always a racial hot button topic. Sometimes it's a gender thing. Sometimes it's just like the kind of person they put in this movie. It's like, yeah. I don't think... 
like uh, what's his name, Jesse Eisenberg being Lex Luthor. Probably not the best casting choice. Anyway, <laughs> email us at it's going to get stupid at gmail.com. Tweet us at IGTGS show. You can book on the face, uh, facebook.com slash it's going to get stupid. You can insta the grams at it's going to get stupid. Or join us on the tubes, uh, YouTubes, that is, youtube.com. Oh, no, just search in YouTube. Well, you know how to get I there. mean, if you get our subscribe count up high enough, it can be youtube.com slash it's going to get stupid. Yeah, but right now you just search uh, it's going to get stupid podcast and you'll eventually find it. Find it. <laughs> and then you subscribe and you'll get a notification. Hit Jim, hit that like button, Smash y'all. that like button. Smash that like button. Hit that bell for notifications. Uh, find us on Twitch, usually during the week, playing Apex Legends. I couldn't do that every single show. There's no way. 281-698-7538. Give us a call and we'll we'll have you on the air or leave us a message and we'll put that on the air. As you can see, nobody's ever left us a message. So the first message, we'd be like so excited. Except for my wife. We'll probably like blare. Bam, 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 bam. We'll probably horns. Uh, we'll throw a party for the first <laughs> message. I'm telling you right now. Uh, we may. You know what? If if there's a message other than from Rick's wife or my wife or anybody. Well, no. Anyway, if there's a message, I will shove a cupcake in Richard's face. <laughs> Why does it got to be my face? Sorry, bro. It's what people want to see. You, like, the people have spoken. Uh, so let's go to the... the the last thing we watched, which um, I didn't think about. So I'm going to let Rick go first. Uh, so the last movie I watched, which was last night, uh, which um, Red Sea Diving Resort mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is a Netflix movie. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, it was actually outside of a couple of editing choices. It was fairly decent. Um, it starred Chris Evans, took place in 1979. It uh, told the story of um, there's a group of... The, not a group there's a gaggle a gaggle a, gaggle. a people group of um a people. ethiopian a people group jews eat the jews wow is not, what wow. how is that wow i'm just mixing it together ethos anyways there's jewish people who live in ethiopia Ethiopians. <laughs> and they are um basically there's genocide happening during this time wow now it's, it's not so funny, no, anymore. It's not not so funny it? anymore if you let me finish <laughs> my statement um and so the government is committing genocide on them like it, they're wow. there's so keep, much religious persecution the word genocide <laughs> I am. Over i'm gonna say it one more time anyways they're trying to escape genocide um and their chris evans plays an israeli um guy uh named art yeah i know Wait a minute. Yeah. This is perfect. Yeah, I know. Chris Evans plays an Israeli guy. Yeah. Oh, man. Netflix. They kind, <laughs> Netflix. they kind of try to fix it. So it's based on true events. They kind of try to fix it by saying, like, I think he was shipped off to the States and then came back to Israel, like, right after he turned 18. And that changed his pigment? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, he plays this guy that is trying to, like, he's been, he, I think he was in their form of the CIA or whatever, and he's helping basically smuggle refugees from Ethiopia into uh, Jerusalem. Um, Super nice, and and that's the, that's where they're trying to get. You know, they, they've they've been they're trying to reconnect um, their their people group together, and so that they don't have to experience genocide anymore by the hands of the government. Anyways, um, the way that they've been doing it for so long is starting to not work, and they. Um, they bring Chris Evans in from off from off the the field, and he he wants to get back in. Like his he looks does not look Israeli. Not at all. Okay, cool. Not, not at all. Um, this was obviously obviously shot in between 
Endgame and Infinity really? War. Yeah. Um, or like somewhere between during during that time. Um, anyways, uh, he comes up with this plan to basically work with this contact that is bringing people from Ethiopia um, that they're helping smuggle, bring them into Sudan where the Israeli Navy can then uh, coordinate with them. They can bring people into this diving resort. They're using it as like a, like as a, as a shell um, and basically use it as a base to coordinate with the Israeli Navy to get these people that have to make this 1500 kilometer hike from Ethiopia to the pickup point and then get them onto boats and take them back to, to Israel. Um, what ends up happening in kind of a kooky way is they kooky genocide. Away. So the Israeli government basically buys this resort yes. from the Sudanese government. And um, they have to basically pretend that it's an actual actual resort so they like, have to have actual so like they, they well they they make brochures they're like you know these are, you know we want to invest in this um and so like this is what we plan on doing with it well it's at the sudanese consulate or like the the headquarters mm-hmm. and so people see it they see the brochure and they actually come to like it was like the day before that they were going to like do their first run to bring the refugees over um to the resort and there's like this group of like uh, German tourists that come. They're like, Hello. we've driven eight hours. We want to drive in the yeah. resort, and they want to they want to experience the the <laughs> resort activities, which has like yoga, like oh. tai, like a tai so chi. I had to like make like stuff they, up. they had to make like a schedule that was on the brochure. So there was they... like a morning tai chi. There was like a diving class. There was like a uh, exercise class. There was like uh, all these things that they had to do. So they ended up having to act as a resort, and so it goes on for about two years. Like they hire resort people and well, like the the people were there, like near the resort. Yeah. They just hadn't had any work, and so when when they show up, like they're ready to work, right? And so they actually get this thing operational to where they're bringing in the refugees. They're bringing in like a couple hundred at a time. Um, they're bringing these refugees, and then they get them onto the navy ships. But during like one of the first or second, I think it was like the first run they come across a, um, a random checkpoint set up by the Sudanese government. And instead of like the, the two main characters. So there's Chris Evans character and another character and the other guy, he plays a doctor and he's kind of the straight laced one. Chris Evans plays the hot shot. Like I kind of live by the seat of my pants Israeli. kind of thing. Um, Wait, the other guy's playing Israeli too. Yeah. They're both Israeli. They're both white. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Way to go. <laughs> And, and so they come across this checkpoint and he, Chris Evans is driving. He's like, I'm trying to think, you know, because they're asking him like, what do we do? And so he just blows through the checkpoint. Like he, they shut off their lights a couple of miles away and it's at night. And so they don't turn on their lights till they're like a hundred feet in front of the checkpoint and they just blow through it. And the, the kind of argument is like when they get back to the base, the guy, like he was hesitant to come onto the, onto this kind of mission. Um, even though he believes in what they're doing, he was just, it's just too hard on his life. And so the comment that he made to Chris Evans, character Ari was like, I get it. Everything's fine. We survived tonight. He's like, tonight was a random checkpoint tomorrow or the next time we do this, it's not going to be random. Like they're going to, because you know, now they've started this thing. Somehow they kind of managed to do this for two years after that. And it works out. But then the, Basically, the Sudanese government 
uh, or the the military that's near them that they ran the checkpoint through starts to get wind of it. They start they start like becoming suspicious, and they want to shut it down. And so that's kind of how the story unfolds. It's a really interesting story. I had never heard it. The Red Red Sea Diving Resort is an actual place. You can see it on Google Maps. Is it still going on? You think? I uh, know, like it's completely shut down. Probably not. Um, but it was a really good. It was an interesting story. The one thing that I think it brought to my attention that I had never thought of is. You have these countries that are um, housing refugees, mm-hmm. right? But then you hear of stories that are people that are trying to leave the refugee camps, right? Because there are terrible conditions and things like that. And you would think, why don't these countries, just, like if these people want to leave, like why don't they just let them leave? Like if they want to leave on their own accord, whatever. The thing is, is like the Sudanese government was getting money to house refugees. Yeah. Right. It's a money and thing. so it's it, that for whatever reason, maybe I'm being naive or just not like, why would they, why would they house all these? Why would they even have refugee camps and let them sit there and no, not, I, let people I, leave, not let, and not let people right, leave, leave on their them. own accord. They have to now, right. Once they enter in, they're just there until you, because get, they're receiving a stipend for however yeah, many so refugees they also, have. They're also not quick to try to get them anywhere. Exactly. Because, because they're why? getting money for, yeah, for them. Getting money and and for again, it. consider me naive or just not thinking about it from, from that sense still going um, on everybody yeah it's yeah it's it's still a thing because they're receiving money for all these refugees right and it's it yeah it also, was an interesting story also flint michigan still has dirty water it anyway. really does uh, just just we're, we're three years into this now guys yeah okay cool as far as a netflix movie i would still say that their caliber of production is getting better they're yeah. choosing better actors so where, where's this Triple Frontier. You saw Triple Frontier. Didn't I didn't you? see Triple, I didn't Frontier. See Triple Frontier. Frontier. I didn't see no. it. I heard it was okay. So I would probably say I Am Mother is probably the best. Really? Production wise. Did you, uh, did you watch Whatever Happened wise, to Monday? Whatever Happened to Monday was also but okay. I Am Mother's probably top. Pro- probably like the top. As far as like actors that they got to play. What about those Adam Sandler execution. movies? Nope. Okay. Um, Kevin James? No? The okay. story. You're just ignoring me now. The computer animation, like CG <laughs> graphics. You're, That's are, probably are you, the best. Are you, are you hearing what I'm saying? It would, <laughs> it would be probably before what happened to Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, but middle of the road. Okay. So it's, yeah. I mean, understand because there was a one movie I watched with Numira Pace. Yeah. Where she's like a bodyguard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was okay. I mean, yeah. it wasn't like great. And some of the, again, some of the editing yeah. choices, some of the decisions they make just don't make sense sometimes. Yeah. Like Bird Box again. Oh, yeah, Bird Box. Bird Box, Bird Box is up there. But it would have been really good yeah. if we didn't spend time with those people. Probably. Like legit. Yeah. If it would have just been like them, in the house. Like, yeah, that was the, that was dumb. It just yeah. didn't, they should have just showed her surviving with the kids. Yeah. I don't care where the kids come yeah. from. I don't even care about any of that stuff. I really don't. They could, you could have flashed it back, actually. Yeah. And it would have been really good. But to see all that, I didn't need so, half of that. The funny part about this movie and Holly and I wow. were, Well, I mean, other, yeah. Other than the genocide. <laughs> so this has to do with Chris Evans. This was like he still had Captain America muscles. <laughs> Like during the, yeah. like, because, you know, they're at a diving resort. So he's walking around just like swim trunks. Of course. Shirtless. Yeah. Yeah. Way to go. He still has like Captain America muscles, like su- just super jacked. So I asked Holly, I was like, how long do you think he's actually going to keep that up? Because he's not Captain America anymore. Spoiler alert. Um, oh, what? Um, so like how long is like Hugh Jackman didn't want to play Wolverine anymore because he was getting to that age where keeping that much muscle on his body was near impossible. Yeah. Right. And so... Granted, Chris Evans isn't that old, but 
I wonder how long he'll be able to keep that up because he, this is the other thing that we also kind of discussed. Chris Evans wasn't an action no. action movie guy. He did the romantic comedies. Well, he, he did the suspenseful stuff. Well, he, like he even did, Snowpiercer. Snowpiercer he, wasn't action. He did play. Oh man, Human Torch. You, you sure? He played. Yeah, Human Torch. Yeah. Anyways, not talking about garbage movies. He was, um, he was also in the, not another team movie. But the first time you see Chris Evans in the movie, while he's waiting for waiting for a group group of refugees to come to the checkpoint, he's doing push ups in the bed of the truck. They get arrested, and he's doing pull ups on the on like the the prison bars that are that are held above them. And then what's wrong, dur- what's wrong during this guy? during like one of the montages of like they're rescuing people, he's doing push ups on the counter, the check in counter in the resort. And so I like we were joking that like Chris Evans was like sure I'll do this movie but guys I have to constantly work out so if we're not actually doing like if I'm not having lines I'm doing push ups or pull ups and they were just like let's just let's just we got Chris Evans let's just yeah do let's it, just man. cut it into the film so uh, first off uh, he was in Sunshine I don't know that yeah I don't remember that at all he was really good in that he was also in the Nanny Diaries exactly that's my point and push man push was good. Dang, that was we need to have a the whole episode about push. And man. you know, they were trying to set that up for like more sequels yeah. and things like that. And I really wish they had. I, I thought it was a fine movie. It even was what they did. Like I don't see what was the yeah. problem, but they just I was very disappointed they didn't make more of those. Yeah. It was great. It was a great movie. Like uh, that could have been like what like way better than any of the X Men movies. Well the, just the way they showcased their powers was really good. Yeah. I just liked it all. It was, the universe they built around yeah, it, it. Like it was just it was really phenomenal. Good. Yeah. Damn. I, I still watch that movie to this day and just like yeah. I keep watching. And that was there was some there was that was Dakota Fanning, right? It wasn't yeah, L Fanning. That was Dakota Fanning. There was some muddled stuff that they had in there, but sure. it was typical of a yeah. movie. But it was still really good. Um, okay, so uh, I I haven't been watching too many movies yep. other than old ones. So I'm gonna go and talk about the show that I just finished watching. There's a couple of them, but I'll talk about Glow. So if you've never seen Glow, it's about the gorgeous ladies of wrestling. And it's on Netflix. It's back in the 80s, right? It's back in the 80s. Yeah. Um, so I, I think then I talked... They're on season three now. They're on season three. So I just finished season three. I think I talked about season one before. Yeah. Um, so basically what, what happened is they're off the air and they went, they're doing a Vegas show okay. every week for like three months. And yeah. so they're in their lives. They're living in Vegas. The, the themes of this one particularly are like... So Debbie... Egan, who plays like uh, Liberty Bell, okay. which is a blonde, whatever, uh, country bumpkin character. But she's also the one with the most acting experience of the of the ladies. And she's best friends with the lead character. I can't remember the actress's name, but she plays the Russian character. Okay. Anyway, she's fought to become the producer of the show to, to make more money, you know, because she feels like I'm star power. I'm, I'm the star of the show. I should sure. be a producer. And so... Now she has a son. He lives in L.A. with her ex-husband. She lives in Vegas doing this show. And so it's all about being a single mom with a distance relationship, like putting your career above in the 80s above having a child. And there was one scene on a plane where um, the waitress, she's talking about you know why she's going back to, to L.A. And she's like, well, my son's there. I have all these toys. And she was feeling guilty about not seeing him and stuff like that. And she goes, oh... How do you? I don't even know how you do that. Be away from your kid like this, and blah 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 blah, beep 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 beep, and asking all this stuff, right? And so she turns over to her her the person sitting next to her is a, a businessman, 
And she goes, do you have children? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, has anybody ever asked you about like, your, you feel bad about not seeing your children yeah. or anything about that? And he's like, nope, nobody ever asked me crap, you know? Yeah. And it's a good kind of, I mean, it, in the that, 80s. That is a very good it, point. It's a very good point. And so it's stuff like, it was like, you know, it's not about the wrestling and about the relationship crap. Like, I really like this show because it brings up some really good moments of like, societal differences or struggles that and it takes place in the 80s so it's been going on for quite some time but especially in that time like if you were a working mom it was like what are you doing you're a terrible person and even now though people don't ask my wife don't ask me stuff they ask my wife about kids it's funny you mentioned this because there's a podcast i listen to um and they it's just kind of a random conversational podcast and they were referring to the kind of modern day working structure where some you know men will work and then some women stay at home both of our wives um stay at home and the they both kind of referred to the stay-at-home moms as uh, indentured servants well they kind of i mean i mean it's, it's hard right right but it what but you and i as husbands didn't go to get married and then look at our wives and say Hey, BT Dubs, now you you're working. staying home. Yeah, I don't know. Was after, right. after we had our first child, I said, hey, you can either stay home or go to work. It's right. your choice. Like, I don't care yeah. what you do. And even now, if Julie wanted to, you know, yeah. put the kids in school and go to work, we'll make it freaking work if it makes sense. But right. with the cost of childcare, you got to have a good job. Anyways. It makes sense. So it was that theme. There was also one where, like, so um, there was a little bit of, like, um, uh, sexual orientation kind of figuring that out because in the 80s it was you know they were a lot of hate crimes against the LGBT community and so it was talking about that because one of the acts was a drag show yeah. that was being done and one of the characters is like not sure and then she sees the hate and then it, she understands what it is to not be like sure but be with somebody that is sure that they're a lesbian so it was just interesting to like have those dynamics in the show and then one the main guy is like he married he's rich he married one of the wrestlers because he thinks that's what he's supposed to do but he likes dudes and so it was all this confusion and yeah. so what it highlighted for me is that that's a very confusing life to have to lead and, and and I'm glad I don't have to do that. Yeah. But it's really tough for people when they're just not sure about who they are. Sure. Uh, so I like those themes in that. Like it's all about it's like very dramatic stuff interspersed with pe- ladies wrestling and being so silly. these um, ladies of wrestling mm-hmm. in the show are they played by actors? They're or wrestlers. They're played by actors. It's occupation. Terrible, right? It's that's terrible, right? <laughs> Um, but it's really good acting and they, you know, they do, they play a lot of fun stuff with the, with the show. I was kidding by the way. I know. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> um, so I thought this season was really good cause, um, it brought up a lot of themes about loss and confusion and trying to figure out their way in this world and then, you know, success and what success actually breeds and yeah. how, what people look at success wise. So very good season, season three of glow. I really enjoy this show. It's not what I thought it was going to be. I sure. really just thought it was going to be like the history of how they actually did it. And it's not at all because they've gone off the rails now. <laughs> but it's interesting. So, That's good. And it's got really good acting. So, yeah, I don't know what that is. It's anyway. the phone. Like, oh. it's not coming into the recording. Oh, okay. You mentioned it every time. It just comes in our headphones. Anyway, I also <laughs> I also finished watching Jack Ryan. What do you think? Season one. This was great. It was. It was really great. I thought the ending 
was a little lackluster. Well, like the final confrontation. The final confrontation was a little anticlimactic. Everything else that built up to it, yeah, it was like, intense, was really good. Intense. Especially like that first altercation where like they're doing the interrogation, like that and, whole and thing. It's overrun, man. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. really good. Like, it was well done, um, man. Seeing uh, what's his John name? Krasinski, John Krasinski acting yeah. a in an actiony kind of role. Yeah, good. He does a really good job at being. Yeah. He's not like super action hero either. Like that fight scene was really good because he almost died. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. So that that made sense because if he would have taken those dudes out, I've been like, no, it's not realistic. So. Well, I mean, I think the way they portrayed him, like he wasn't like he 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 fought like he was an analyst. Yeah. That just happened to be able to do something. Well, he's well, he was a marine, so he's a yeah, former yeah. marine, yeah. right? Who's now an analyst, yeah. and he doesn't. I mean, he's fighting, but it's not like. I mean, even. Even a Marine's not just going to overpower another soldier and beat them up and win, you know what I mean? Because that dude's brother has been a soldier all his life, too. So, and he's fighting for a different reason. You know, it was really good. I I just thought the show was great, how it handled everything. The villain of the show was interesting. I liked how they used the the PlayStation or the the video game game network to to communicate. Like, I thought that was that was a neat dynamic. It it was really it was really good and really showcased a lot of good stuff, man. I I liked uh, Jack Ryan. So Jack Ryan, great show that's on Amazon Prime. Uh, Glow is on Netflix. Netflix continues to put out really great original TV programming. (laughs) Movies eh. middle of the road. Yeah, middle of the road. So hoping they get better. Yeah, man. Yeah. So um, if you have anything uh, to say about, you know, casting or if you want to talk about uh, that, you know, maybe Chris Evans shouldn't be an Israeli, uh, email us at it's going to get stupid at gmail.com. Tweet us at IGTGS show. You can participate in our Facebook chatting on Facebook.com slash it's going to get stupid. Uh, you can post a picture of us on Instagram at it's going to get stupid. If you post a picture of us, that's weird. <laughs> Maybe just post a picture of yourself. Kind of hey, weird. If you post a picture of us, I'll put a cupcake in Jose's face. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, that's weird because what if no? Okay, this sucks now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can find us on YouTube. Just go there. Search uh, YouTube. Uh, no, don't search YouTube because that'd be weird. Search just go to Google to and search po- for YouTube. Search in YouTube. It's going to get stupid podcast. You can see some of our older recordings and watch us live on Sundays. You can find us on Twitch. Um, I don't even know what the the thing is. Oh, it's going to get stupid. <laughs> wow, great! It's on the it's on the little cast. Yeah. Uh, you can also call us two eight one six nine eight seven five three eight. Leave an angry message if you want, or a happy one. Or just a weird one. I don't care what you do. Or all the above all at the, the same time. Remember, smash in the face. <laughs> Cupcake. Anyway, that's our show for today. Um, not my mermaid. <laughs> wow. We made it an entire episode without saying that.